You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Wednesday, May 18. New South Wales Attorney-General Mark Speakman has ordered a second public inquiry into the conviction of Kathleen Folbig over the deaths of her four children in the 1980s and 90s. The decision follows months of petitioning from her lawyers and expert scientists who argue that new evidence suggests a genetic mutation could be to blame for the fatalities. Ms Volbig was convicted in 2003 over the deaths of three of her children and the manslaughter of a fourth. She is still serving a 25-year non-parole period after a 2019 inquiry reinforced her guilt. There are just three days to go until the federal election, but already more than three of the 17 million eligible Aussies have cast their ballots. The Australian Electoral Commission also notes that a further 2.6 million people have applied for a postal vote, nearly double the number of the last election in 2019. Labor will announce its long-awaited budget costings tomorrow, but today party leader Anthony Albanese gave a preview by revealing that they plan to slash $350 million from unallocated grants. The money would be taken from the Community Development Grants Program and instead be used to return the $400 million regionalisation fund back into the budget. Speaking at the National Press Club, Mr Albanese said, These two decisions alone will repair the budget by three quarters of a billion dollars. Prime Minister Scott Morrison addressed the Australia-Israel Chamber of Commerce at Crown Casino in Melbourne today, where his comments over the number of COVID-19 deaths has drawn strong criticism. Despite acknowledging that 65 people had died within the past 24 hours alone, Mr Morrison argued the public are over the government interfering in their lives, saying, We're putting this pandemic behind us. We know when to step up and we did to support Australians get through one of the most difficult times in Australia's history, but we also know when to step back. It comes after the PM yesterday told reporters that the medical advice does not currently support a fourth COVID vaccine for the general population. The Department of Primary Industries has declared New South Wales officially drought-free for the first time in two years, but not everyone is convinced. La Nina weather conditions have brought extensive rainfall and flooding to much of the state. But Dr Anthony Clark from the department told the ABC that some regions have been really lagging in terms of recovery as the water was unevenly distributed. 
The New South Wales Farmers Association also flagged that it will take a long time for many businesses to bounce back, as too much water in some areas has also made it extremely difficult for farmers to make a profit. The United States is maintaining its strong support for Ukraine by announcing a new program that will record and analyze all alleged war crimes being committed by Russian forces. Washington released a statement saying the Conflict Observatory will gather and assess evidence before releasing reports and findings on its website. Ukraine has already accused Russia of allegedly committing more than 10,000 war crimes since the invasion began in February. U.S. President Joe Biden declared that they would hold Moscow accountable for launching the largest land conflict in Europe since World War II. American podcaster Joe Rogan has been called out on air for levelling a bizarre allegation against the New South Wales government. During an episode of the Joe Rogan Experience, the 54-year-old claimed that politicians in New South Wales were trying to pass a law that won't allow you to grow your own food. He then went on an expletive-laden rant about Australian authorities supposedly banning people from growing their own food in a bid to smoke out anti-vaxxers. But he was interrupted by his producer during the show and numerous people on Twitter, who pointed out that there has never been such a policy. It's the latest in a series of misinformation touted by Rogan about COVID-19, which recently led to Spotify taking down more than 100 episodes of his podcast. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on why bowel cancer is on the rise among particularly young women and the signs you need to look out for. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.